Changing minds one thought at a time. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women series. Good evening, Akina. How you doing tonight? I am great, Jessica. How about yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. You know, it's such a fun time of year. Um, right before the, right before our call, I was getting my Christmas tree ready. We're going to decorate it when the call ends, and it's really a beautiful time to really reflect upon. You know how grateful we all are for all the abundance in our life, everything that's you know, going well and spending time with their friends and family and also just really planning for a new year and new possibilities. I know a lot of people I've been talking to are excited and making game plans for the new year, starting new businesses, starting new adventures. I know I'm launching a new kind of adventure myself for the new year. So, you know, it's a really great time to to really just get excited about our businesses and you know, it's what we're going to talk about tonight. It's just so really relevant to, to what we're all going through as we're thinking about new possibilities and new declarations and new year's resolutions and, you know, all that's kind of coming to the forefront. Sometimes, you know, we want to take our lives to the next level. And Akina, you and I have both been here before, but we just really don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. We don't even know where to start. You know, we, we know we want something different. We know we want a change. We want our lives to be better. And we don't know how to get there. We know we might know the end game, but we don't know what steps to take along the way. And, you know, it would be so easy, right, if entrepreneurs had a GPS, it would be so much better. You know, I was using ways today to, to get to a restaurant. And, you know, it, it's how great would it be if we had a GPS to get us to where – we wanted to go in our business, and we do have a GPS, and we have a, a GPS on the call tonight. And we have an amazing guest. She's known as the Entrepreneur's GPS, and she's a marketing strategist and business coach. And what she does is really support entrepreneurs with exactly what you know, we need, what a GPS does, to figure out what to do and where to go to make their business and their dreams come true. So it is truly an honor and it is a privilege to be able to talk about this tonight. I'm so excited to welcome Diana Gladstone on the call tonight. Welcome, Diana. Well, thank you so much. Hi, and thank you. I, uh, geez, I was listening to that introduction. I'm going, who are they talking about? <laughs> so thank you very much, ladies. I am very pleased to be here tonight and share, you know, just a little uh, twist perhaps on uh, on a topic that I think a lot of your listeners are quite familiar with. Awesome. Well, you know, I am so excited. So we'll just jump right into this. And how did you come up with this, this idea of being the entrepreneur's GPS, and how did this become relevant to you? I mean, it's it's so powerful. Well, you know, the the GPS idea came up. Um, I've actually been a, you know, an entrepreneur and a business owner for more than 20 years. And I had numerous types of businesses and I had a retail store for 12 years. And after I retired, I kind of, you know, was burnt out and I rested and then I got bored like a, a true entrepreneur. So, a friend of mine said, well, why don't you take all the business knowledge that you have and help other entrepreneurs? And so I started doing some research and I started calling a lot of business owners that I knew from my retail days. And I asked them, 
you know, what was their biggest challenge and where did they see their business in five years? And it was interesting that I got one of two answers to that question. And the first answer was just silence at the other end of the phone. And the second answer was I never really thought of where I was going. And I went, well, maybe that's the key why so many businesses that I had seen during my 20 years, why they weren't being successful and why they were struggling because they didn't know what they were building. And so they just kind of fumbled along. So I really, I kind of felt badly because all of the people and all of the women that I had encountered over those years, they're really, really smart but yet they continued to struggle with a number of things. So anyway, the entrepreneur's GPS was born out of, out of those conversations. Wow, that is awesome. You know, it's amazing how we can start a business venture just off of one conversation, huh? How a <laughs> one little spark can make, you know, make millions and billions, huh? Isn't it amazing? <laughs> I know well, it's that certainly. Of, it's cer- Sorry, go oh, ahead. Please. No, please, please. Yeah, I was just going to say it's. Uh, you know, it 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 is amazing that one conversation can have quite a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know, I know one of these ripples is the secret component to a happy life and a prosperous business, and you know. I would love for you to tell us about your secret component. Well, again, as I said, you know, I've I've seen um, especially women entrepreneurs struggle. Um, I've seen them express their fear of being being too pushy, and so they don't like to do follow up in their business. I've heard them say that you know I don't want to feel like a slimy car salesman, so. You know, I've seen them avoid sales conversations. And I've also seen them struggle with, you know, self-doubt. And so they don't put themselves out in the world in a bigger way. And, you know, I kind of went, well, how how can they find their way around these roadblocks? And it was kind of my own personal story that made me realize that a lot of these struggles – could be answered and certainly could be have a positive effect if we just used a little more gratitude. And that's the secret component. Because I really believe that, you know, the more we use gratitude in our life, our personal life, it you know, there's all kinds of research that shows the tremendous positive effects. And I've been teaching you know, gratitude as part of a marketing strategy. And it really lessens those fears, especially for women entrepreneurs. I love that. And Akina and I talk a lot about gratitude on this show. We just did a whole call about gratitude. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, we, our first, one of our first, our first product, actually, our second product was actually a 90-day affirmation and gratitude journal. And I know I use gratitude every day in my life. And every morning and every evening, I both start and end my day by writing down what I'm grateful for. But it's really more than just that. It's about being grateful throughout the day as well. And one of the things that I love to do is to show gratitude for our clients, for our listeners, and also gratitude for my leaders and mentors. And all around, I think it's a really incredible way to truly just transform your business in a really big way. I mean, gratitude is super, super powerful. And you know, it's often said that when, you know, in, in knowing about the law of attraction, right, whatever you think about expands. So if you're thinking about and you're being in gratitude, what you, what you want, what's working and what's going well, you're going to find that what is going well and what's working is going to expand. So especially if you feel like you're stuck, like you're in a rut, if there's something, you know, you're, you're going on. And um, I was listening to, uh, it was with uh, Joe Vitale, and he was talking about the secrets of manifesting money and audio program that he did. And he talked about when and he was in his lowest point when he was homeless, that he was thinking about, you know, what someone told him to be grateful. And he was thinking, okay, well, you know what, I'm going to be grateful when I'm not homeless. I'm going to be grateful when I have money. And he was saying, no, it's actually the other way around. And once you get, once you start being grateful, then the money is going to follow. Then the success is going to follow. And he talked about that at the time when he was in his lowest point, all he could be grateful for was a pencil. And, you know, that was what he, that, that was the only thing he could find that, you know, was working in his life was he had a pencil that, you know, and he was grateful for that pencil. And he said little by little he got to see, like, that that pencil was how, that when he started to be grateful for it, that's when he started to write his first book, which ultimately made him a multi, multi-millionaire many times over. And it's just amazing how something so simple as focusing on what works really can change our lives. And I know I've had similar experiences in my own life where I thought, okay, you know what, I'm going to be grateful later and, you know, once everything works. And it really was the opposite for me. And for me, you know, my health where I had for a long time, I had been focusing on what wasn't working and there was parts of my health that weren't working. And then I said, okay, I'm going to focus on what is working instead. So when I switched to that gratitude process, I went from really just being at a point where I was close to going on disability to running and even winning some ultra marathons. So, it really is powerful, powerful way to transform your life. I love that. Diana, do you have it any is, other um, Yeah, do you have any other any other examples that you can share with us and tips and tricks for our well, listeners? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, you know, first of all I'm gonna I, I'm gonna kinda go back a little and and say that, you know, I I think most people say, Well, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you know, I got a roof over my head and that but to be quite honest, you know, do we, I didn't really take time to feel the gratitude until, and I think like a lot of people, something was taken away from me. So you mentioned that your health was taken away from you and or parts of your health. And so you became very grateful. Well, my daughter was actually ill and bedridden for seven years. And it was a total devastation on the family, on her. And, you know, our lives were turned upside down. And then in her seventh year, um, anyway, she became well. And we found a cure for what she had. And now she's just living a wonderful, awesome life. But I remember there was a very specific day that I was standing out looking 
you know, through my kitchen window. And she was out there doing something that she hadn't done in seven years. And I stood there and I started to cry. And, you know, my husband came up and he said, well, what's wrong? And I said, well, look what she's doing. You know, I said, I'm so grateful for the fact that she has regained her health. And it was that moment there that I realized what really true gratitude was. And yeah, I, that's when I really started doing some research about gratitude and found that, you know, there's scientific proof that, you know, gratitude and using it daily makes you feel better and brings joy into your life. And when I started into this whole research and gratitude, I went, holy jeez, there's a whole world out there that I knew nothing about. So, you know, it um, it isn't just being thankful for the little things, but it's really that, for me, it's about that feeling that you get um, to be grateful. So I guess that's what it's more than saying thank you. Um, when I'm trying to explain gratitude to people, it's kind of hard sometimes because... It, I feel that it has to be related to that deep-seated emotion. And as we know, our emotions are what create the actions, and then our actions are, you know, impacts and creates the world that we live in. So, you know, gratitude is that whole, whole feeling. And um, so I just wanted to, you know, kind of share that uh, with you and the listeners. Wow, that was powerful. You know, and you're right, gratitude sometimes is hard to explain. You know, sometimes it's hard to explain a feeling. And, uh-huh. you know, and then people are like, well, what do you, what, what does that, what is it like? And sometimes the answer is you got to experience it. You got to feel it first. You got to feel it for yourself yeah. in order to know what it really is. So that, you're right. It is very, very hard sometimes to explain to somebody who has never felt gratitude what gratitude is because when you really do experience it, it's a deep feeling, and it's a gratifying feeling because you know that you, somebody had this genuine feeling that you are having because someone did something or said something that truly touched you in a way that you want to thank them. And it's that's power. That's Mm -hmm. such power. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you just mentioned something that really intrigued me, especially when we're talking about this feeling. You said you have a marketing strategy around gratitude. So how does that work? How do you infuse that feeling into your marketing strategy? You know, we're business women now. You know that had intrigued me now. (laughs) (laughs) well uh, you know i call it you know i say that marketing is kind of the engine that drives our business right so Mm -hmm. i say gratitude i say gratitude can be the gas in the engine and g-a-f so gratitude accelerates success and there's nothing like gratitude right yeah So there's nothing like gratitude to affect what I call the three R's in your business. There's relationships, there's referrals, and there's repeat sales. 
And you can affect all three of those by incorporating gratitude. And, you know, people will never say that you're pushy if you follow up with them and say, oh, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for sharing your time. People will never say that you're a pushy salesman or that you're salesy if you approach the sales conversation from the fact that you truly want to help them with deep gratitude. And if you really, really, really treat your customers with uh, appreciation, you're going to get repeat sales. So that's how I ask people to incorporate gratitude as part of their marketing strategy. And, you know, I really believe that we can, you know, we can make our customers, well, not make our customers, but our customers stay with us really because of loyalty, right? And what makes what makes you loyal to, to what you know, one hairdresser or another. It's probably because they know your name and how they treat you. Well, just Mm. think if you could do the same in your business. If you knew that person really, really well and you sent them some information, oh, you know, I heard that your father was ill. Well, how is he doing now? Well, that's a way of following up with a customer without ever being pushy or salesy. There are some, um, yeah, I mean, most customers leave. In fact, there's a statistic that 68% of customers leave us because they feel that we don't care. Now, it could be that we, it's not that we're not showing that we don't care, but it's their perception of whether we Mm -hmm. care. So, you know, do we really care about the utility company or the telephone company? They could send us every letter under the sun. Thank you very much for your business. But we won't perceive that they really care. So there's a difference, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that, you know, saying thank you for your business effectively and consistently on a real personal level can make all the difference to keeping the customers that you have and getting repeat sales and referrals. Yeah, that makes so much sense. You know, it's interesting because I had, um, you know, often I have I use two different banks, and I had done my my predominant banking, and and I'll just go out and say it on the podcast. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, we're not. You know, we're allowed to do that, but but you know, I <laughs> I was using Chase Bank, and and I was using Chase by my house, and every time I went into this bank, I felt like you know the the tellers it was like a chore to to do what I you know whatever transactions it was, and they I was doing, and it felt like I they didn't want to be there, and they didn't want to do the transactions, and I you know wound up I didn't have a great experience, and I wound up going to Wells Fargo and opening a new bank account, and at Wells Fargo they know my name when I when I go in there, and I have multiple business. Right there, and and I know, you know, every time I walk in, they're like, "Hey, Jess, how's it going?" And they'll ask me like, "How was your run last time you were here? You said you you had a marathon shirt on. How was your run?" And you know, you said you were running, and and they know about your business. How's the business going? You know, congratulations, you put a book out. We I saw your book. I mean, so they're obviously doing their homework. 
And I just even recently, you know, I'm going to be opening another bank account, and you can better believe that I'm going to Wells Fargo. I'm not going to Chase, right? So, right. And it's really true that when you – and it's something as simple as that, but it makes such a big difference. And, it, you know, if it makes a difference there, and even just when it comes to ordering dinner – my favorite Chinese place, where I like my favorite Chinese food restaurant, the people there are very rude. So if I'm going to order delivery, I will go. I will order from there. I don't like going in there. So there's a place that's a little further from my house where the food's honestly not as good, but the people are actually nice. And I will go there before I wind up going to the other restaurant because I don't want to do business, right, with people that don't treat you well. And it's uh-huh. really true. And sometimes it sounds so basic and it sounds so obvious, but people forget it, especially when you're they doing do. businesses online. And a lot of people yeah. who do businesses online, and maybe this is you if you're listening, you know, a lot of people are introverted. So they think that it doesn't really matter. The niceties, the pleasantries don't really matter. And the, it really does. And it could be something as simple as just responding. If people are consistently and regularly liking and commenting on your post, respond to them. You know, and say thank you. When Send them a message and say, you know what, I, I've noticed you've been following my page. Thank you. I want to thank you for your your support. You know, and it goes a long way. And it doesn't matter, like you said, if you're the CEO of a major company or if you're running a small online coaching business, it's still really powerful to, to show that your your customers and your clients that you appreciate them. And it does go such a long way. Um I don't know if you are familiar with, there's a book called The Thank You Economy, and it's written by this wonderful man, Gary Vaynerchuk. And he's quite a funny man, but he's very he's written several several books. And he has built multi-million dollar businesses based on he knew, got to know every single little detail about his customers and about thanking them. And that's how he built his business to probably multiple, you know, multiple millions. So, um, yeah, you know, if he can do it, we can certainly do it in our businesses as well. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, I am just loving this conversation tonight because, you know, it's so wonderful how you can infuse gratitude into anything that you're doing in your business, and it will make it better. It will make people feel and know that you care. You know? That's it. It's nothing like yep. having a bad day, and then all of a sudden, you get gratitude and your day changes. You know, you, just that one kind word, just that, you know, thank you for being here. We appreciate you, uh, you being here. We appreciate your loyalty. You know, that those little words, simple words, can change the whole atmosphere of your day, even your being, even your mindset for that day. You know, right. and you and need to learn. Yes, please. So sometimes just, you know, I... I reached out the other day on social media and I had read this woman's book. It was recommended to me. And it was recommended to me not because of the content so much, but because of the way it was laid out, because I'm in the process of writing a book. And Mm -hmm. so I wrote to her on social media and I said, you know, um, or sent her an email, I guess it was, and I said, you know, I was really inspired 
buy your book. And just a few little lines. And she wrote back and she went, oh, my God, she says, nobody ever, you know, writes to tell you things like that. So, you know, what did it take me? Like two minutes to do it. But it was the truth. And it made me feel good to tell her. And it made her feel wonderful. Wow. Yeah. It's powerful. You know, I love to do that. And anytime I read a book that, you know, or watch a video, I always let the person know that it blessed me. And you'll, you know, I always comment on either Amazon or if someone, a mentor that I follow, puts out a video on their Facebook page and it blessed me, you know, it, it helped me and inspired me. I'll always let them know. And I'll, and I'll say, thank you for putting this out. You know, it really helped my business. Thank you for putting this out. I, I really appreciated that encouragement and inspiration today. And really, it's really great. It's a fantastic way to, to really operate. And like you said, um, not many people do it. No, no. I, you know, it was interesting talking about not many people do it. I was working with a client today who was uh, an accountant. And, um, you know, she's having some time management issues because her job is really to get out and to promote the company. So she comes back from all these networking things and she has a lot of follow-up to do. And I was encouraging her to, you know, well, not every single follow-up she had to do herself. And I said, you know, she could perhaps delegate some of it to her assistant. And I said one way of doing it would be to have a pile of nice-to-have-met-you greeting cards. And, you know, the assistant could prepare them and she could send those out. And then she wouldn't feel this pressure to have to immediately call the people and follow up that way. And I personally love greeting cards because um, do you know what it's like to go to the mailbox? And what are you expecting when you go to the mailbox? You're expecting usually one of two things, bills or junk mail. But if you go and there's a greeting card, and you can see the return address is somebody that you may have met once, or you might not even recognize the return address. You go, huh, a greeting card? What is that? And you open it, and you go, somebody took time to send me a greeting card. Isn't that nice? And I love that because not many people use direct mail anymore. A greeting card is looked at always in a positive sense. And it's a great tool for people to be using, and I highly recommend it to uh, all my customers, all my clients, to use greeting cards uh, to express their gratitude, to keep in touch, to follow up, to build those relationships. And uh, that's one of the things I love to do. You know, it's almost time for us to close I've expand on that, and the little funny story is I used to always be afraid of checking the mail because I was afraid there'd be bills in there. I couldn't pay. But going back <laughs> prior to changing my life and my business, like going back prior to me, and not today, so not last week, but, you know, prior to me being who I am today. And I would actually leave my mail there, and my I would leave my mail there sometimes for weeks, and my landlord would get really angry because I was – you know, it was a shared mailbox, and I was taking up all the space. And, you know, because that's what I expected receiving in the mail, um, that's what I received in the mail. Now, the funny thing is that right. I do online banking and everything online. Um, so I actually don't receive any more bills in the mail. I don't get any bills in the mail. 
And the funny thing is that I um, I have started, I love passing out greeting cards. I mean, Akina will pass out some her cards before. I always send out cards to people. I love it. I make it a regular part of my day, about my month. I have reminders on my in my phone saying send out a card today to somebody. Um, and I do it regularly. And now more, I actually receive more um, cards and, and gratitude letters and, and just even notes from mentors and, and gifts in the mail than I receive anything else. And it's really it's really funny. So when I go to the mail now, I actually am really excited to get my mail. And I actually don't get mail often. I very, very rarely get any sort of junk mail. Um, and I very I would never get a bill on the mail. I only wind up getting mail maybe once, maybe twice a week. And it's usually something I'm really excited to open. <laughs> so it's funny because it wasn't my intention to change what my relationship was with the mail and to get something out of sure. it. But once I started using mail to bless other people, it changed my entire relationship with mail. And I actually stopped getting junk mail. I mean, I no longer energetically attract junk mail. I don't know if maybe my credit's just not as high as it used to be that credit card companies don't want to send me mail, don't want to send me offers. But I don't get junk mail anymore, which is really cool. So I'm just kidding about that. So if you want anyone to take that seriously. But um, it's really uh, it's really cool. So uh, I know that you have an offer for our listeners tonight, and we're right about when we eat to close. So would you just let our listeners know how to get in touch with you, what that offer is, and really just, you know, what you want them to take away from the call tonight? Well, I, you know, what I'd like them to take away is that gratitude can really, really help them build relationships. It can help them build repeat sales, and it can help them be, uh, build referrals in their business. And so what I have for them today is a um, if they just send me an email at diana at dianalidstone.com, I will send out a, a report that I have called Five Massive Marketing Mistakes That You Can Solve With Gratitude. So it's just a little uh, little report that I've put together. And these are five marketing mistakes that people make time and time again. So... Um, yeah, it's been great sharing the time with you ladies. Very interesting, and I'll be sure to listen more often. Uh, those. Um, no, well, thank you, you so much. You know, we are grateful for you. <laughs> you know, and um, we are grateful for you, and we always actually end our calls letting our guests know we're grateful for them. And we, I always end our calls in the same way, letting our listeners know that we are really grateful for you. And without, I love to just acknowledge our listeners and no more appropriate time than tonight, but, um, you know, we wouldn't be able to do this if, if, if it wasn't for our listeners, and we're really grateful for you. And as much as we love to support you, we recognize that by listening to the show, you're also supporting us and making our dreams come true of being able to just reach really millions of women and inspire people all around the world to just really take the life to the next level. So thank you so much for being on our call, um, Diana, and just, you know, on this note, Everyone make it a really powerful week. God bless. We'll be with you guys on Sunday um, for our Sunday night inspirational call. And, you know, that's it. So make it a really great week, everybody. Thank you so much. Good night, everyone. Good night.